Hello, I'm Remy. And I'm Beth. And this is Brother Knows Quest, the podcast where I talk to my sister about tabletop role-playing games. Beth, do you know what we're covering today? No. Okay, it is this. Dungeon World. Yes, Dungeon World. It is uh, powered by the Apocalypse game, Apocalypse World, we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. What is it? Sage Latora and Adam Coble designed it. Coble on YouTube, he, he does a bunch of RPG stuff, tabletop stuff. Like Dungeons and Dragons, it has all elves and dwarves and stuff like that. It's also a move-based game, kind of like Apocalypse World. That's why it's powered by the Apocalypse. It's a game where, like Apocalypse World, you do not really plan anything until all the players get there and choose a class. Because once you choose your playbook, it will determine the setting you're in, more or less. Because if they choose things, elves or dwarves, you'll know that there's going to be elves and dwarves in your world. And it's more of a narrative-based game as well. Since it's so similar, I have just basically got the playbooks, since they're the most important thing to talk about. Dungeon World is a world full of fantastic adventure, a world of magic, gods and demons, of good and evil, law and chaos. Brave heroes venture into the most dangerous corners of the land in search of gold and glory. You and your friends are these heroes. You go where others can't or won't. There are monsters, things, lurking in the world. Are you ready for them? Let's start with the playbooks. The Bard. The poems say, an adventurer's life is all open roads and the glory of coin and combat. Enter the Bard. I'm not reading word for word. I'm skipping a bit. Enter the Bard. You, with your smooth tongue and quick wit, you teller of tales, singer of songs. A mere minstrel can retell a thing, but it takes a true Bard to live it. Who better than you to write the tale of your own heroism? Nobody. Get going. My personal favorite uh, in most RPGs like this is a cleric. The lands of Dungeon Worlds are a God's forsaken mess. They're lousy with the walking dead, beasts of all sorts, and vast unnatural species between safe and temple-blessed civilizations. It is a godless world out there. That's why it needs you. Bringing the glory of your God to those heathens isn't just your nature, it's your calling. <laughs> it falls to you to proselytize with the sword and mace and spell to cleave deep into the witless heart of the wilds and plant the seeds of divinity there. So say it is the best to keep the gods close to your heart. You know that's rubbish. God lives at the edge of a blade. Show the world who is Lord. Probably my least favorite one. Something I would never play in any game because I don't want to see an animal hurt. The Druid. Cast your eyes around the fire. What has brought you to these people? Stinking of the dust and sweat of the city? Perhaps it's a kindness. Do you protect them as Mother Bear would watch over her cubs? Are they your pack now? You are of the sacred spaces. You are born of soil and wear the marks of her spirit on your skin. Their gods are children. There still is false protection. You walk the old ways. You wear the pelts of the earth itself. You'll take your share of the treasure. Will you ever walk as one of them? Only time will tell. And here's the fighter. It's a thankless job, living day to day by your armor and the skill of your arm. Delving heedlessly into danger. You do this for the guts and the glory, for the screams of battle and the hot, hot blood of it. You are a beast of iron. You are the wall. Let every dagger smash itself into dust on you. In the end, you'll be the last one standing. Ah, the paladin. Another one I'd like to play more often. Hell awaits. An eternity of torment in fire or ice or whatever best suits the sins of the damned throngs of the dungeon world. All that stand between the pits of that grim torture and salvation is you, a holy man, armored war machine, templar of good and the light. The cleric may say his prayers at night to the gods dwelling in their heavens. The fighter may wield his sword in the name of good, but you know, only you, eyes, heads, and sweet killing blow of the gods you are. Yours is the gift of righteousness and virtue, of justice, of vision too, a purity of interest than your companions do not have. So guide these fools, paladin, take up your holy case, 
and bring salvation to the wasteful world. And then there's something here in Latin I don't quite understand. <laughs> this, uh, the ranger. These city-born folk you travel with, have they heard the call of the wolf, felt the winds howl in the bleak deserts of the east? Have they hunted their prey with the bow and the knife like you? Hell no. That's why they need you here. Guide, hunter, creature of the wilds, you are these things and more. Your time in the wilderness may have been solitary until now, but the call of some greater thing, call it fate if you like, has cast your lot in with these folks. Brave they may be, powerful and strong too, but only you know the secrets of the spaces between. Without you, they'd be lost. Blaze a trail through the blood and the dark strider. The thief. Sure they give you lip for all the times you've snuck off alone, but without you, every one of them would have been dissected by a flying guillotine or poisoned straight to death by some ancient needle trap. So let them complain. When you're done with all this delving, you'll toast to their hero's grave from your castle, full of gold. You rogue. <laughs> That's you, Beth. <laughs> um, another fun one. The wizard. Dungeon World has rules, not the laws of men or the rule of some petty tyrant. Bigger, better rules. You drop something, it falls. You can't make something out of nothing. They're dead. They stay dead, right? Oh, the things we tell ourselves to feel better in the long, dark nights. You spent so very long poring over those tomes of yours, conducting experiments that nearly drove you mad and casting summonings that endangered your very soul. For what? For power. What else is there? Not just the kind of power of kings or country, but the power to boil a man's blood in his veins, to call on the thunder of the skies, the churn of the rolling earth, to shrug off the rules the world holds dear. Let them cast their sidelong glances. Let them call you Warlock or Dabalist. Who among them can hurl fireballs from their eyes? Yeah, didn't think so. Uh, those are the classes in here. They've also, of course, like Apocalypse World, maybe Dungeon World even more. Many, many other classes have been added through other sources. You could check it out and drive through RPG. That's a little plug towards our affiliate links. I'll end up adding to the description of this episode, by the way. Also, it's a pretty easy game to play. Beth, how big do you say that book is you got? It's not nearly as small as the last one we had, is it? Mm. That's because it's actually full of monsters. Not just the rules to make them, but actual. It's like a small monster manual in there. Uh, it's also got how to run the worlds, good plans for what your players might need to do. It's got all the moves and stuff you can need to cover. Ability scores and modifiers. Can you guess what they use? Strength, constitution, dexterity, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Each ability has a modifier associated with it. Also, the scores go from 3 to 18, so they don't really go lower or higher, kind of like they do in D&D. They're 3 to 18. But it has ability modifiers associated with each score. Modifiers range from negative 3 to positive 3. So it's very similar to D&D in certain ways. The outcomes. You also roll 2d6 in this game, of course, since it's powered by the apocalypse. On a, a 6 or lower, the GM says what happens to you and you mark XP. So anytime you low 6 or lower, you fail at your task most likely, but you also get XP from that. On a 7 to 9, you do it, but with a complication or trouble. And a 10 plus, you do it with little to no trouble. Your HP. Your class tells your maximum HP. Your constitution, the ability, not the modifier, comes into play as well. More con means more HP. So this sounds very, very familiar. It's just a rules light. Not as light as another game I'll talk about later. But this one also has more detail in it. So that's also a plus compared to the other game I might talk about later. Damage. Armor mitigates damage if a character... As armor, they subtract its value from the damage they have been dealt. Damage can never take a character below zero HP. Kind of like D&D. 5e anyway. Damage is determined by the attacker. If a move just says deal damage, 
the character rolls their class's damage dice. Each class has a damage dice. Plus any bonuses or penalties from moves, weapons, or effects you might have at the moment. Monsters roll damage as listed in their description. Losing HP in general is a thing in this game, like I just said. It's getting tired, bruised, cut, and so on. Some wounds are deeper, though. These are debilities. Weak strength. You can't exert much force. Shaky decks. You're unsteady on your feet, and you got a shake in your hands. Sick constitution. Something just isn't right inside. <laughs> it's a xenomorph. Stunned. Int. That last knock to the head shook something loose. Brain not work so good. Confused. Wisdom. Ear rings. Vision blurred. You're more than a little out of it. Scared. Charisma. It may not be permanent, but now you don't look so good. Get it? Your looks determine how charismatic you are because you're pretty. Uh-huh. Not every attack inflicts a disability. They're most often associated with magic, poison, and stranger things like vampires or something like that. But they can affect your skills. When you level up, you can learn multi-class things like in D&D. You can take a few moves off of another playbook if you like. Go a little bit into Ranger if you're a cleric or something like that. Nice addition. Hirelings. Uh, hirelings are the sorry souls that, for money, glory, or stranger needs, venture along with the adventures into gloom and danger. Hirelings are not heroes. Hirelings may become heroes as a replacement character one day. A hireling is defined by his skill or skills, a cost, and a loyalty score. So if you have a low enough loyalty score, they won't do what you want in a desperate situation sometimes. Like it's, oh, go in that room. It surely won't hurt you. And there's clearly spikes in it. <coughs> cost, if you pay them well, their loyalty score probably goes up. And skills, you know, I'm a, there's nobody in the party can pick a lock. You might need a hireling for that. I took the uh, initiative <laughs> to look at the game for the monster manual, because I know sometimes we like to talk about creatures you come across in these. It's kind of like the D&D monster manual, though. Uh, we'll start with the NPCs, the human-like characters. There's a guardsman. He's got an HP of six, one armor. He can do things like uphold the law and make a profit. Halfling thief, 12 HP. So he could take on a guardsman easily enough. He does 2d8 damage with his dagger. He can steal and put on the appearance of friendship. So he can pretend to be your friend and just rob you. A manticore does d10 plus one piercing damage. 16 HP, three armor. It likes to do poison them and rip something apart. Owlbear, they're adorable. Claws, d10 damage, 12 HP, two armor. Strike from the darkness. Body of a bear, feathers of an owl, beak and claws, an excellent night vision. What's not to love? Its instinct is to hunt. Still needs love. Yeah, I know. You can adopt one in Baldur's Gate, the video game. Mm. A maggot squid. Ew, that sounds disgusting. Yep, its attack is chew, 1d6 damage. It likes to paralyze with a touch. The gods that made this thing were playing some sick joke on civilized folk of the world. The maggot squid wields a face full of horrible squirming tentacles that, if you touch it, feel like being struck by lightning. They paralyze you and chew you up slowly while you're helpless. Best not let it get to that. Its instinct is to eat. I guess we could talk about a black pudding. Its corrosive touch does d10 damage, 15 HP, 1 armor. Eats away metal, flesh, or wood. Oozes into troubling places. Food, armor, stomach. How do you kill a pile of goo? A great squishy pile of goo that also happens to want to... Salt. Dissolve you and slurp you up? This is a good question to which I have no answer. Do let us know when you find it out. Its instinct is to dissolve. And really, that's all I want to cover in this one. I went on for a few minutes here talking about it. And if you're listening to this podcast, you already know a fantasy world. The book gives you details on how your characters help build a fantasy world. It's got plenty of little add-on rules and all that you could follow. And all these games I've been talking about for Power by the Apocalypse, these last two, you can only have in each party one class of the same kind on average. So maybe you could 
dip into one after you become a cleric and you want to dip into a rogue, even though you already got a rogue. I'm pretty sure that's okay, but the rules tell you you should only have one one type of each class in, in the party. And that's the only rule I really care about because nobody likes somebody who steals your thunder. Would you play this game since it's a little bit like D&D, but a lot slim, simpler? I mean, it's actually a whole lot like D&D, but a whole lot simpler too. It looks like a chunky book, but that's mostly just advice for the DM or GM. Hmm. Yeah. This is one of the games I, when you and Joey were talking about playing, and it took so much time to do combat in D&D, I thought of this game as a replacement. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to talk about? You've had the book in your hand. Yeah, but it doesn't have as many pictures, so. I yeah. Just... It's a large book of very few pictures, and I guess they just assume, most people who would look for it, I guess, would know what most of the creatures are in the monster manual. And it does give decent descriptions of it. Like I just read off a few, and the important parts come across pretty clearly, I say. I never heard of a, what was it, a maggot? squid yeah i never heard of that no i never heard of that either. i i would not want to encounter no it sounds dreadful i didn't hear much about the maggot part though i was i was waiting for awful description that's probably the eating part yeah most likely would you tell somebody hey you should try this if you like dnd but not the other parts yeah okay that's it does take up less time right yeah, yeah takes then, up less yeah. time the hardest part of it is help building the world because it's you know yeah, also, but that's not my job. No. And there's also a whole lot of stuff, like I said, on drive-thru RPG that will, or anywhere, you can just Google it, really, that'll show you uh, information about how to build a nice world. There's also people that already built worlds for Dungeon World, so you can kind of skip the rule where the players help make it if you want. We're not being paid by drive-thru RPG. We are affiliates, but that's only if you buy something from the links in the description. And we're not even really paid then. It's just store credit. But anyway, if you like what you've heard here, we have a podcast network called Gruesome Gaming Group where my sister and I do another podcast called Horrific History and Hauntings. The description says it all. We talk about history and hauntings and stuff like that. Also, we have a show called Leveling Duo. It's a show where me and my friend Dakota talk about video games. It's had an impact on our lives. And maybe some new ones coming out. Starfield's coming out. I will be talking about that a lot, I bet. We'll leave all our social links and the links to our YouTube channel in the description. If you want to go there and subscribe, we haven't got any actual good videos up. It's mostly just copies of this podcast. But eventually, we're going to start uploading proper videos once we get the equipment. If you have a podcast player that lets you do reviews, that'd be nice. We want to hear from you. If it's something you don't like, that's fine. We'll fix it. And if you like what you hear after that, you can re-review us. All those links will be in the description, be it on YouTube or whatever podcast app you got. Uh, thank you for listening. I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. And this has been Brother Nurse Quest. Goodbye. Goodbye.